Today's Bible verse comes from Galatians chapter 4, 4 through 7. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. You, so you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. Galatians 4, 4 through 7. Whew. December 27th, 2020. Wow, what a year. We have made it to the end. A year that seemed like five, a year that none of us would have predicted. I just want to take a second to look back at every crazy thing that we have seen and been through this year. We had the Australia brush fires, the West Coast fires, Harry and Meghan left the royal family, the Beirut explosion, Mr. Peanut died and we got baby Peanut, we lost Kobe, Chadwick, Supreme Court Justice RBG, Van Halen, and many more. My mom was excited that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and we got to see Tiger King. We got to know who Baby Yoda was. We had to deal with murder, murder hornets, an impeachment trial. Sports were canceled. School and Wall Street shut down. We have had protests, an election, and everyone knows that we're still in a pandemic that was only going to last a month. And it was a leap year, so we had to endure 2020 for 366 days this year. And now we look forward to 2021. I do not know why we make such a big commotion over a new year. It's like we expect a reset button. We still have to face the same obstacles and same challenges that we faced in the year before. Yet for people around the world, New Year's is a big deal. Maybe it's because we get to open a new calendar and start planning our year. Or maybe it's being able to write 0101 in that date area in the top right corner. But there's just something different about a new year. With new year, new me resolutions, it makes us feel like we're getting a new start. But before I talk about the future, I want to talk about Christmas. You may be asking, why, Chris? We just spent an entire month on Christmas. We are past it. I had a team before we began Advent complain because we talk about the same thing every single year. However, it is, it is important to talk about it before we move on to the new year. Raise your hand if you have already put away your Christmas decorations. Anyone? Not one, not yet? How many of you are putting them away this week? And how many of you will probably put it away sometime after New Year? Right? I probably will, right? And you know what is funny? I used to be a Grinch. I didn't want to hear Christmas music, see Christmas lights, or put up the Christmas tree. I was just never really into it. It may have been because Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and Christmas always seemed to overshadow it. However, since I met my wife, Sarah, and maybe my heart grew three sizes that day, I have started to get into the Christmas spirit a little bit more. 
And it made me think, why have I not been in the Christmas spirit even more in my past life, my past years? It made me think why I need to get into it even more in my future. It made me think about why the church needs to get into the Christmas spirit a little bit more. Yes, people may celebrate Christmas a little different because of Santa and because of gifts, but I think Christmas needs to be celebrated more than what everyone else does. I mean, it is our holiday after all. And the more we celebrate and spread Christmas joy, the more people will hear about the good news. I mean, it is in the name Christmas. Even by just hearing the name, there's a seed being planted because their subconscious will know that they are celebrating the birth of our Savior. That is good news. And what is funny is that I have been hearing and seeing those two words a lot lately, good news. A couple of Saturdays ago, my good friend Kenny Shortsleeve invited me to a day camp for a group of boys that are in a foster home called Fresh Start that's in downtown Houston. We went up to New Waverly and got to go fishing, horseback riding, paddle boating, zip lining, and much more. And I am not an outdoors person. I am so much an indoors person. And that is funny because my first couple of weeks here, I got to go to UM Army and Big House. You see my problem? However, Kenny has done so much for me, and I have such a calling to help people who come from broken homes, I decided that I should go. And when I got there, the theme was, have you heard the good news? I was like, okay, God, I get it. I'm in the Christmas spirit. It's about the good news of Jesus Christ. It isn't just a holiday. It's about celebrating the ultimate gift. And so we celebrate all month long, waiting for Christmas Day. And it comes and it goes. And now it's December 27th. And we are looking forward. We're planning for New Year's, Valentine's Day, Easter, waiting and planning for the next holiday. But I wanted to pause a second and say, we celebrated Christmas now what? We celebrated Christmas. Now what? The festivities have ended. The Christmas decorations are coming down. And the Christmas tree is being put away in that hard-to-reach place that we say every single year we need to reorganize. However, one thing that we can never cast aside is the reality and the truth that Jesus is alive and has come to save us all. Let me repeat that. One thing we can never cast aside is the reality and the truth that Jesus is alive and has come to save us all. I am reminded of what happened in Acts chapter 1, verse 11. As Jesus was taken up to heaven to be glorified, two men in white robes came to the followers who watched him go up, saying, Men of Galilee, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. When we know Christ is risen and that he is glorified and on the move, it should compel us to also be on the move. Not to just wait for the next Christmas celebration, 
Not that there's anything wrong with anticipating the next Christmas, but what do you do between those two dates? The message of Christmas urges us to live the message of Christ, revealed and alive not just one day of the year, but every single moment that we live out. As Colossians 2, 6 tells us, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. Christmas of all times is a great reminder that our Redeemer lives. It's also an occasion to compel us to once again approach a new year and new season with the thought that God is very much alive and working within us. And so I go back to today's scripture, and I want to break it down. In verse 4, it says, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law. The first thing we see is God's timing. God sent his son at the perfect time. Just like he does in everything, we may not like his timing, but God's timing is always perfect. You see, I met my wife at the perfect time. Had I met her earlier, I would have failed and failed miserably. I was always told the right person at the wrong time is still wrong. And so everything that has gone in my life was due to his timing. I may have wanted it quicker, but he taught me patience unwillingly in order to fully appreciate and to fully use the blessings for the way that he intended. And so he sent his son, which is what we just celebrated, born from a virgin, which fulfilled the prophecy. And as we see in everything in his birth, that every single prophecy was and is still being fulfilled. He satisfied the law by suffering the penalty for sin. He paid the penalty for our sin. He fulfilled the law by fulfilling the prophecies and establishing a new covenant. He became the perfect sacrifice and died to save us all. In verse 5, it says to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. The word redeem means to be set free by paying a price, to buy out. It was used in the Greco-Roman world for legal purchase of a slave from his owner, thus freeing him. Why do we need to be redeemed? Because as the scripture says, we're all sinners in rebellion against God. However, that same verse reminds us that we who believe are given the promise by faith in Christ Jesus. And through that redemption, we are made children of God. We are made holy. We are free from the earth and its grass that it has on us. Which leads us to verse 6 and 7. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out, Abba, Father, so you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. Now that we are children of God, we have been given the Holy Spirit. We have been given eternal life. We have been given a purpose. With the Holy Spirit, we are to be like Jesus. We are to go into the world and spread the good news. We are to be fishers of men. It's that simple. And that goes into my mission statement for the youth, to teach them to love and to serve like Jesus. Sometimes we just overcomplicate it. However, we are just called to love and to serve like him. Can you imagine if the whole world was like that? 
a place where everyone was like Jesus. What if the non-Christians saw the church sacrificing itself to love and to serve them? What if they saw the church go out into the community rather for the, waiting for them to come here? A church that protected the weak, gave to the poor, and provided for the needy. A church that never stops spreading the good news so that people will know that they are wanted, loved, and cared for. And I have seen that here. I get to see it every single week with the youth. I have seen it in the children's program, weekday learning center, family promise, Saturday's child, in touch ministry, and so much more. But let's not stop there. We have to keep going. We have to keep working, to keep serving, and to keep loving so that they know that God has sent his son to come and die and that whoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And so I want us to think about this. Now that Christmas is over, now that we put away our decorations, now as we move into the new year, I want us to ask ourselves, now what? What can we do to continue the Christmas spirit? Because Jesus is the reason for the Christmas season, yet he is so much more than that. He is the reason for why we are here today. The good news of Jesus Christ should be what we spread 24-7, 365, sometimes 366 days a year. Amen.